Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Upon Further Review. (laughs) We are doing a mini-major today on Spider-Man Homecoming. I am Noah Kinsey. And I'm Jonesy. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Let's just dive right into it. Just right away? Let's do it. Just spider-webbing up in this bitch? Let's just do this. Okay. So what'd you think? I loved it. Yes. I absolutely loved it. I mean, I I had a huge hard-on for most of the Spider-Men that I saw with Tobey Maguire, and if you guys want to give me shit about it, fine, I don't give a crap. No, those are still considered better than Garfield for most people, even though (laughs) though I I disagree. I don't know. You know what I mean? He was a better pick. But anyway, moving along. But moving along quickly... All in all, man, I thought it was really great. I thought it was a really wonderful reboot, a reboot after a reboot. Yeah. You know, but it's a completely different, uh, it feels like a completely different But yeah, it's a reboot, and, and I know people gave a lot of shit because they're like, ugh, another reboot. But what I love about this is it, it, it understood the fatigue for the reboot, so it just bypassed all that shit. Yeah. He already has the powers. We're not seeing him getting bit by the spider. In fact, even when it's brought up with his friend Ned, was just very nonchalant. So yeah. spider bit mm-hmm. you? Yep. Moving along. Okay. That was it. None of this with great power the, comes yeah, great responsibility right, right, stuff. Right. Uncle Hitting Ben didn't right get in your fucking nut shot sack. yet again. You know, the whole damn time. You know, I think when, you know, Martha Kent was shot in the face four times in Batman versus Superman, they're like, you know what? I think, like, relatives dying. We, but they got away with it because for a they pew-pewed it. So let's, it wasn't let's, that vicious. Let's not address that in the Spider-Man. Yeah, right. But I loved this movie. This is the Spider-Man movie I've been waiting for my entire life. Really? It was perfect. Uh-huh. Like my my friend saw it a day before he saw it on Thursday and I saw the Friday came out and he's okay. like let me know out of ten let me know what you think and I just texted back right after ten out of ten ten Even out of ten the so end do you credit. this is a fucking perfect perfect movie. perfect really I loved it so well much. you know I mean, so we're gonna have a little oh contention based on a ten for ten <sighs> but it is up there for me and I'll let it I'll, I'll let it okay. get away. You know what I mean? No, I just with some of the weird things. So much. So we highly recommend you see this movie. Yeah. We're just go out. Oh, by go the way, give your money. So okay. yeah. So this is the part we're gonna get into spoilers. We're gonna break down what we loved about it. Yep. The problems that Jonesy had with it, which I'm gonna disagree with, I am sure. Um, with all this stuff, bunch of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it or care about spoilers, <laughs> listen to this afterwards. <laughs> we're on iTunes, so listen to it then. I loved it so much. So what was it about? Because you're a huge Spidey fan. Oh, yeah. I have a Spider-Man tattoo. Spider-Man tattoo. You know what I mean? Like, So what was it about this particular Spider-Man that got you so hard? So I feel like with the other ones, they really – they had their time. And recently I uh, got drunk and watched Spider-Man 2 again, and it does not hold up. No. It really doesn't hold up. Like even the – I remember watching this, and the train scene blew me away. Where, like, you know, him and Doc Ock are fighting and this right, right, train. Right. And I'm watching it. I'm like, the fuck? The only reason anyone on the subway or on the train is in danger is because Spider-Man won't 
take the battle elsewhere. Right. Like so many times, he could have gone anywhere else, and he's like, "Nope, I'm gonna do it with all these passengers." But it's cooler this way. Yeah, it looks cooler, and yeah. <laughs> but so like, I felt like the Toby ones. It really stuck on. He's just an awkward geek. But that. But my problem with that is once Spider Man. Spider Man's really a coming of age story. Yeah. So like, he's very awkward, very unsure of himself, and he gets these powers, and he gets more charismatic, and he gets more adjusted into his body. It's really that's why. People argue like him in his high school to early 20s. That's where Spider-Man has stayed because it's really about becoming a man. Right. You know, and without a father figure in his life, without a father figure and just trying to do what's best Mm -hmm. Um, where. So so with Toby, he had the geeky stuff before getting bitten, but he just kept it through the whole trilogy. Right. And Andrew Garfield was a little bit better because he was intelligent. But he right. But he started off kind of charismatic. Mm. You know, where I loved this kid was perfect because he meant well, you know, but Spider-Man's really the best at like ground level crime. Mm. You know, and he right, has right, the big right. ones that he fights, but that's he's the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Right. And we never really got that and the stakes were always super high. I mean, even in the last one which I if it would have been part of a bigger story, which they're trying to make a universe there, I wouldn't have minded it as much. But standalone, since it ended there, it's a mess. Uh-huh. Um, it's un- just unfocused right? Um, is the best way I can put it. But like Electro, they made him so impossible where even the way that they kill, they like defeated him. I'm like, whoa, that's too big. <laughs> really? That's too big. And this kid, he was enthusiastic. He meant well. He wanted to do bigger, but he wasn't quite there yet skill wise. Uh-huh. And I love that. And even I was listening to another podcast where they gave him a lot of gave him a lot of grief for the uh, fairy scene where it's just like, oh, it was falling apart, and that's really where it lost me because it was too big for the movie and i agree and that was the point the point was he tried to like take on this daunting thing of like having this big fight on this ferry boat right right and he can't do it himself because he's not there yet and i think that was their way of addressing like he's not ready for this that was one of the best things for me and my wife when we went to go see was that you you really do feel that there is a young kid's mentality Mm -hmm happening from scene to scene yeah you know and he's just figuring it out and he's he's stumbling through mm-hmm. and he's you know he has the best himself. intentions yeah you know for me i love the opportunity for him to grow in every single scene mm-hmm. and i think they do that extremely well um and to be honest with you we were like hand clammy yeah i was so hand clammy because so i had no tense. idea what the hell was gonna happen because you know the, I mean? the webbing was not working right and was i was like just like 90, oh. what did you say like 98 percent successful or something? yeah exactly right <laughs> and so for me you know those little things that really just one kind of built on some of the older stuff that mm. they had but like you said it we didn't have to sit a lot of time being like okay you got bit by a radioactive spider like doing the whole origin story we just kind of mm. jumped into spider-man and i was so grateful for it because it just allowed us to be right in the moment with yeah. him like that you yeah. know so and he has his place and he wants to be kind of part of the bigger picture but he's not ready for it yet and this story is really a coming to grips with him like yeah right. he has these powers but he's not ready yeah at the end he chose to not go to that next because he knows he's not ready yeah and yeah. i thought that was huge that was right. the arc that we were building for right this right acceptance right. like i need to be better for, for the team. To yeah, totally. Yeah, I right. thought that was awesome. I mean, uh, one of the best scenes, in my opinion, was when... Uh, really quick, who is the villain? Vulture. Vulture. It's Tombs. So, 
ultimately he he pulls the ceiling down and Spider-Man Peter's stuck underneath mm. the rubble. Probably one of the best scenes I've ever yeah. seen with that Where he's stuff. like crying. Yeah, like I felt that in that moment and it was so visceral. Mm. You know, he's trying, he's pushing, but yet you know, maybe it was a little much for me with the the flashback of the voiceover of like, if you need the suit, then you don't. You know what I mean? Like, but come I think on. it was needed for the theme. Uh, I don't think yes, a lot of yes, but I think you could get watching... a, get it out of there. I don't like it mm. when we feel that already in the moment. We don't need to have that thing hit you over the head mm. with it. You know what I'm saying? That scene was like 20 minutes ago. You got it. You remembered <laughs> it. You know. You know that that's a really big thesis point of the film mm. so for me i think he could have gotten to that moment if we would uh if we didn't even have that that voiceover but even moreover even though that thing was there it was still really really good in my opinion yeah and i think one of the things that marvel does so well is reiterating that character does matter you know, it's not about the suit. You know, if you remember in the third Iron Man, most of the time he's not in the suit. Right. And he's coming to grips with, like, who am I, like Tony Stark. Well, it's just, it feels like every superhero movie has this moment. You have but to I don't have feel it. DC does that at all. I feel like the suit is like What do you like think Superman armor. was? What are the, uh, well, you know what I mean? Like, Batman versus Superman, he did have that moment. Zack Snyder does not care about Superman at all, which boggles my mind why he's directed two movies about Superman. He uh, hates him. Jimmy Olsen gets shot in the head in the first fucking scene. Well, like, just, he doesn't care. Look, man, what we're arguing here is that <laughs> DC hasn't done it, and I would disagree with but you. But I just think that they focus, that Marvel does a good job of focusing, like, the character matters over the superhero matters. Agreed. Like, the, the person character. Right. You know, I thought Wonder Woman did that well, where it was about Diana, uh-huh. you know? And I thought that was uncharacteristically uncharacter- good. Of Like, Suicide Squad, it was all about their, like, shoot up we have these abilities, this is how we're going to fight the right. caviar monsters. Well, we've talked about, you know, we talked about uh, Suicide Squad yeah. and the reason why it doesn't really work, right? Because it was just like, let's make a badass shoot up type of but it's movie good to without kind of any relatedness. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right out of the gate, you relate to Peter Parker. Mm. You, you're you curious about how he's going to use his powers. You know what I mean? And you, at the very end of this thing, you want to see him win. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and that... That moment in the rubble, there's a bit of me that I was like, I don't know if he's gonna win. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't know. He's he's strong. And there was also a part of me that was like, is Tony Stark gonna come back and save the uh-huh. day, right? And he doesn't. And he, he does doesn't that. come back, mm-hmm. and he takes that ownership, and then he kicks ass. Yeah, you know what I mean. He kicks ass throughout this entire movie. And Spider Man is ridiculously strong for being a tiny person, right? And I think you know, like his struggle with even getting out of the rubble was more internal than anything, right? Well, you know? dude, that dude can lift lifted it up, that no thing. Problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was all mental. So talking about yours, like who's the villain with the vulture? Yes, let's talk about that. Let's talk. Can about we talk Michael about Michael Keaton? Keaton? Like Jesus Christ, killing it. Yes, all over the place. He's like, I'm killing it over here, and I'm killing it over there, and I'm killing it over here. You know what I mean? Like all the time. Yeah. Anytime that dude's on the screen, murderous. Perfect. Every fucking time. It's perfect. By far, one of the other best scenes, in my opinion, is when he's taking his damn daughter to prom. Yeah. 
and it's that yeah dude in that father scene realizing realizing it putting it together together. and it was warranted right like it was like sometimes those scenes aren't earned enough to a point to where you're like fuck you yeah right but that particular scene it made complete sense Uh and this dude's way smarter than your average vulture you know what i mean so it made a lot of sense when that moment happened yeah oh by the way i thought it was super clever that it was her dad um, cause there's mentions of his family and stuff yeah. like that. And I figured it out literally as Peter was at the door. I'm like, Oh, and it was, right, he opened right, it. I was right. like, Oh, that shit. was my fuck you moment. You didn't like that? No, I liked it, but I hated it at the same time <laughs> because my wife and I were like, Aah! you know what I mean? There was like that moment of like, no fucking way. But then we're like, that's pretty dope. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I'll I'll ride with you on this one. Yeah. Because the next scene paid it off even better. Yeah, because it made sense. They've made casual mentions on both sides. Right, right, right. And then right. it just kind of came together. What I thought this villain was phenomenal. And it was one of those where, okay, so they say, like, a good villain doesn't think they're in the wrong. Right. And this What would they was, say? Every, every villain is a hero in their own journey. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why when you see movies where it's more over-the-top villains, like – the weird mask lady in Wonder Woman where right. it's just campy and shit, like evil to be evil, mm-hmm. that it doesn't, mm-hmm. that you have that disconnect. Whereas with this, like, I understood why he did what he did. Right, and, and I, I totally believed his ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, good for you, bro. Go yeah, he that did shit. what he had to do because kind of like Peter, they're at ground level. They're the little right. guys. Yeah. They get screwed over by the big guys that can, right. you know, like destroy mountains and like mm-hmm. destroy New York. I mean, he was just doing his job and Tony Stark out of guilt created that damage control to then clean up New York. Right. But that screws over the little guy who like he took out loans for like mm-hmm. to take care of it. And he was, was trying to do mentality. the right thing, right? Like Absolutely. that was really, really cool. He was trying to do the right thing, got taken from underneath of him. Mm-hmm. And then even, you know, he had the justification for why he was, like, selling arms and things right, like that. Right, right, right. But he even had a code with that. You know, like, he criticized the initial shocker for selling to someone that he shouldn't have sold to. Right, right. Being too out there. Which was, what, Dan- Donald Glover? That was Prowler. Prowler. Uh-huh. Okay. Which, that was an Easter egg because Miles Morales in mm-hmm. the Ultimate Universe is Spider-Man. Oh. And so the character, the Prowler... Uh, the the Donald Glover, or, yeah, Donald Glover character. That's his childish uncle. Gambino. Yeah, that's his uncle. Oh, so it's a nice interesting. Little Easter egg in there. Was so it, he's like, my there... nephew's in this neighborhood, and that that's really nod. interesting. Because mm-hmm. wasn't there like before this movie was being made, weren't they talking that Donald Glover was going to play Spider Man? In 2011, he was campaigning to to be the next Spider Man. Oh, so he wanted to do that. Oh. So, and I think he's the Spider Man animated theatrical movie that comes out next year. I think he's. I think that's Miles Morales. Character, so it's kind of like all coming full circle. Gotcha, and everything, okay. which is really cool. But I love the character. I loved how at the end, because he kind of had that understanding with Peter, and because Peter didn't have to save him, like mm-hmm. he kept the secret. It made perfect sense. Right, right. That you know, because he's not evil. He's not there to out to destroy Peter. He was doing what he had to do for his family. Right. And but he understood, you know, when Peter saved his life, and he knows he's a good kid. Right. So like that's why he didn't say who it was. Yeah. And I, and I also love, you know, back in the day in eighties and nineties, in you know, in some of the early two thousands, all the bad guys had to die, all the villains had to die in the movie. And I love when they find ways to keep them alive because right, that's right. smarter. 
You know, in the comics, they well, where they learn something, right? Where they they have actually learned something. You know, we talk about good movies being with great character, good conflict, Mm -hmm. and change. Every single one of those characters in this movie had some form of change happening Mm -hmm. through that conflict. And I, I loved every character that I kept seeing on that screen. I love Ned. Ned was awesome. Great comedic relief. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, And I love how the character. He's like the chubby best friend, but his character wasn't. Ha ha ha. He's chubby. So basically, I'm your Ned. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. You know, I got you. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'll be the guy in the chair. But I love how the joke wasn't that he was fat. You know, it was just that he was so eager to be his, like, sidekick. Yeah, totally, right? And that worked really well, I thought. Totally. I loved how Ned found out because it's very realistic. If you were in high school and your friends just kind of pop into your house, they're going to be there. Yeah, if I was Spider-Man, you guys would have found out really quickly. The way Aunt May found out was hilarious. At the very, very end, yeah. Really quick, Aunt May, Marissa Tomei, Mm. stupid up. Can can I just say that right, Mm -hmm. Mia? Can we just have a moment of... Yes. For Marissa Tomei. Mm -hmm. There we go. That was wonderful. (sighs) Anyway. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So what what did you think of the inclusion of the other MCU characters? Like Tony, Happy, Pepper... Mm-hmm. Um, Captain America's awesome instructional videos. That was really funny. Love Hannibal Burris is like, but I guess he's a war criminal. But we still have to show these. That was a good. <laughs> that was another good comedic relief point in that for yeah. sure. You know the girl though, uh, MJ. Mm-hmm. Like, is she is that Mary Jane? No, it's Michelle, but she goes by MJ. I'm very curious to see where they go with that. Because the way they kind of did like a little bit of like a nod. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was just kind of like, uh, okay. Well, here, and, you know, castrate maybe want to. I don't really care. But, Done. <laughs> pow, 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 pow. <laughs> um, I didn't realize, I, I don't know much about Spider-Man uh-huh. canon per se, so when I go see these movies, I'm just kind of kind of, I'm just kind of going and watching them. Sure. So I know you have a lot more backstory in that uh, area. Uh-huh. So is it a nod to MJ, like uh, Mary Jane? We don't necessarily, no. It's a different character, and they kept it very secret that she was Michelle. Okay. She's not Mary Jane, she's Michelle. But uh-huh. at the end, they said MJ, so... I think they're going to kind of feel out where that's going to go. If that's going to be his MJ in this universe. Okay. Um, it's very, Michelle is a new character for the movie. Like Michelle is not someone from that. Okay. Um, I think that's interesting. I'm not sure if this Liz is the same one that marries uh, Harry Osborne eventually. Oh, interesting. Um, because he marries a Liz. Right. Um, I'm not sure if it's the same one, but what's interesting and what I love is, okay, so, the Spider-Man, when it first came out, you know, the world has changed since it first came out. And in the other movies, you kind of had, and I think that's why this works better than the other ones, is they kind of did the canon in the way that's not doesn't really make sense anymore. For instance, I love how the crime is very mundane in this, because right. the New York of now is not the same of New York as decades ago. Yep. It's been cleaned up before, mm-hmm. you know, Rudy Giuliani cleaned it up a lot before he went batshit crazy later on in life. <laughs> um But also with, like, Flash. So Flash is typically, you know, this jock. Because back in the day, the jocks were the cool guys and the nerds were, like, the lowlings. Right. Well, we're in the age of the nerds now. Right. Now being nerds is cool. And so it makes sense that, like, the at this science school, this science school, you're not going to have a Flash that's a jock. You're going to have this, like, 
spoiled kid that DJs at house parties. Like that. Right, so right. a lot of people had problems with Flash not being like this jockey white guy, but it's like, man, but this one translates so much better to now. Well, yeah, would totally. Be the bully at a fucking science school. That is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's even his bullying isn't even that. No, it's not even that bad. It's more if obnoxious. I was at that school, I would just be like, shut up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, the Shove bullying him is locker, calling him Peter Parker. Out of here. Where, yeah. But even then, he's not like a dominating bully, and nobody really gives. They kind of just like. He's more tolerate of an intellectual bully in some weird way, right? right? Like, he knew how to get at him, not into like, I could beat mm-hmm. you up, Peter Parker. Yeah. Where everybody knew, like, Peter Parker kicked the shit but out of But he's not guy. even like considered like the cool, popular kid in at school. At all, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of fun that way, too. Absolutely. You and it tra- like I said, it translates better to now. Because now. I heard some people are all getting all pissed off because of the kid that played. Mm-hmm. The Flash? Because they wanted, like, a white jock. Jesus Christ. Same thing with, like, the Get MJ. over it, guys. What the hell's like, the matter wow. with you? Yeah. I loved the character that they had. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter. But I love the little nods in here. I love, like, the shocker um, and kind of having two shockers, which that's... <laughs> I know how we like that. You have the scorpion, which mm-hmm. is very subtle that a lot of people didn't catch, but he had a scorpion tattoo there. I didn't so. even catch that. Yeah, so that's the scorpion. Even, and I love the little Easter eggs, even if you look at them, the mural in the school for the Science Academy, you have uh, Howard Stark, and you have uh. a mural of the scientist who created Steve Rogers oh. at the Science Academy. That's pretty cool. So there's cool. all these little Easter eggs that are so cool. Well, that's why all the students were just like, well, you got a Stark internship? Yeah. Just so kind of let him have it, it you know what I mean? Deal. So it made a lot of sense, right? Yeah, and that was a good alibi for him as well. Nice. Well, I mean, all in all, man. I loved it. Go see it. Take I loved it. I'll go see go it again. I will love yeah. to go see it again. 100%. You know what I mean? So. Absolutely loved it. Thank you so much for God bless Kevin Feige. May he live forever because he is the glue that keeps the MCU together. Literally. And he's made the best Spider-Man film ever. He I goes to sleep at it. night feeling really happy. He, I would hope so. You know what I mean? He, has he just, just snuggles up in his little Hulk onesie. <laughs> <laughs> it gets tucked into bed. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we will be back next week with another show. All right. Well, do we want to – do we guys uh, want to – Yeah, do we have any questions? Any questions? What Let's did you guys look. think of the uh, – movie i'm curious what you Let's guys see think if we have any comments uh <laughs> so um hot dog water at x nail bunny x said my question is was spider pig in the film if not what's the point in seeing it look look hot dog water okay it's gonna be a while before we get to the spider verse all right <laughs> baby steps so we're gonna get to spider verse maybe we'll get to maximum carnage since there's a venom Slash Carnage movie coming out here in a couple years. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. So, Spider Pig, maybe in the future. Wait, I would love that. I would love Scarlet Spider. I want to see Spider Pig. What's Spider, Spider Gwen. Pig? In one of the universes, it's kind of like a, um, for lack of a better term, like Porky the Pig, but <gasps> as Spider Man. Wow. Yeah. Your, your, neighbor, your, your neighborhood's a bit. P- 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 kind of. But he does a lot p- of like pork puns, which I don't know how I feel about that because that's kind of cannibalism, or at least the awareness. Well, that if you were you that delicious, eaten. I would eat you too, Noah. So this is fair. This is very fair. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Yeah. So that's the question we have. So, yeah. Well. So, guys, tune in for uh, the live shows that we do. We do answer questions now Thank or you. comment on here and we can bring it up in the next episode. Yes, yes, yes. Well, all right. Well, thanks, Jonesy. Thank you, Noah. Until next time, we out.